So 420 just passed a few days ago, and we felt like it'd be a good idea to actually come and bring you guys a list of the 20 best songs for a smoking playlist, or just to have around while you're going through your sessions. And um, this is going to be an interesting one just because I haven't really smoked in like years, bro. I know, but you used to be the first one to smoke. I know. You were the one that went off in high school, Loki, and then after that, I kind of carried out into college, and you stopped after a exactly, while, which is bro. pretty interesting because in today, we're going to kind of see a duality, I guess, of maybe some stuff that I'm bumping at the current moment that Lou was bumping back in his smoke sessions and listen um we don't condone the you know the use of drugs but i mean there are certain songs you could play within your smoke sessions that will definitely enhance the vibe so when you were smoking back then what type of songs did you like to have in rotation did they have to be like slower more psychedelic um deeper in meeting especially for like the writing like how do you feel about all yeah that? i mean definitely shit that had like a slower tempo because i feel like when you're smoking, oftentimes it feels like the music is like moving slower mm -hmm. than like when you're listening to shit when you're not baked. So I feel like that plays a factor for me. And like the ultimate thing for me when I'm smoking is like just ultimate relaxation. So I'm going for stuff that sounds smooth, um, you know, verses and deliveries that are just laid back and peaceful. And that's what you're going to see a lot of on my list. But I do still have like some more hardcore bangers because um, I feel like at times when I'm when I'm stoned, like I'll be maybe a bit sleepy and I'll need like a pick me up. And like, there's a couple of songs that kind of lift you up when you're stoned and are good for that sense too. But what about you? What are you looking for? Psychedelic shit mostly? Or? Man, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of the 2010s when I was smoking weed, like my cousin and I had a certain rotation. We fell in love with a certain aesthetic and a lot of stuff that I brought into these mostly from the blog era. Like that was, that's my favorite music to smoke out to. And I have some stuff from other genres and I'll actually give you guys a little low key album recommendation, maybe towards the end of this, if we have the time. But I mean, for the most part, I went with stuff that I really do play in my setting. So listen, the best smoke songs, I mean, it's subjective at the end of the day, but I really do feel like my picks today do reflect what I put on on like a daily basis. Yeah, and, and that, that's the same for me. It's all stuff that I've listened to when being high and like that's why you won't find anything like past 2017 or 2018 on my list because... I don't know what's good to smoke to like nowadays. You know what I mean? I don't know who's making the best owner music in 2023, but um, if you guys know, let us know. Um, but what about you? Is there any like new music you feel like that kind no. of enters that combo? Uh, yeah, there is definitely. Like I think that I had a lot of time session to like melt my eyes to your future mm. last year. Like this really nocturnal vibe. It almost feels like you're in the rain a bit. Like what about the new Larry June? Uh, yeah, that's a great album to smoke to as well. Um, SSS by Freddie Gibbs was fun to smoke to as well, especially like if you're into those quicker, quicker verses. So, I mean, it depends. It depends what you want to get into. But okay, we start this off. Let's start this off. Uh, the first song that I brought in is actually California Heaven by Jacoy and, and feature Schoolboy Q. And this is a summer jammer that's kind of like just perfect to ride out to with the windows down and the combination of like the soft strings and the smooth vocals by Jacoy just kind of give you this feeling of, um, you know, the wind breeze hitting your face and kind of just being in awe of your environment. And I first listened to this, it was sometime, I believe, in 2017. And it was right before I had my trip with the school to, to California. And this was like, if I could put it into words, this song is like a fucking advertisement for people to want to travel to California because yeah. um, he's pretty much describing it as a paradise. And um, like I said, vocals are so smooth. He's, his voice kind of sounds like a mixture of, I would say, Bruno Mars and Pharrell. And then you get the Schoolboy Q-verse. And the reason why I would suggest this is that if you're someone that likes to listen to your favorite artists over production that they don't usually ride out over, this is a perfect example of that. And 
Q absolutely demolishes his verse, rapping about you know fooling around with women, um, smoking an ounce in a yeah, day. Yeah, the more playful schoolboy Q. I playful love this song, boy. by the way. I remember when this dropped, actually. I was so confused because I was used to like the blank face sort of schoolboy Q from a year ago. And then you get this song, and it's like... Oh shit! Okay, he makes fun music that's actually able to like you know fit in certain situations. So yeah, I like your pick, man. Fire. Absolutely, and I feel like uh, this is this the, the perfect song for anyone that wants to kind of just smoke out and have an easygoing vibe. And um, like I mentioned earlier, I just feel like it's the ultimate like pop rap crossover. It's almost impossible not to like this one. But what do you have for me as the first? I like your first pick. One mm. for one in my books. All right, so first one I got for today is OG by Snoop Dogg and oh, Wiz yes. Khalifa featuring Currency. You see, there's a few here that yeah. I know you brought in that I'm like, you know what? I have to. I, you've seen me smoke. They're locks. Like, yeah, I, you've seen I, I know I can't bring this in because we're going to have the same shit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And this is from the Mac and Devin go to high school movie that dropped back in 2011, I believe. Yeah, December 13, 2011. That's fucking crazy. Man, that's 12 years ago. Yeah. And this was like the anthem from my cousin and I. And I remember the first time I heard this song, um, it was at Samuel Morris Park, actually, mm. in RDP. Okay. Do you remember Blunt Bench? Yes. You remember Blunt remember Bench? Blunt yeah, absolutely. Bench, yeah. Like right next to the soccer field. And then after that, like. R right. Right outside the, the fencing, though. Of, of in the, the grass, like yeah, right underneath it. the trees. And it was probably like the best smoke place within RDP, at least one of my favorites. Uh, it was kind of getting and, sketchy, too. Uh, yeah, more yeah, yeah. Years, for sure, I because mean. then people pick up on it yeah. and stuff like that. But um, the reason why they called it Blunt Bench was because um, someone took like a rock or like, I guess, like, I'm not sure, like a razor and carved in Blunt Bench with the like table. the marijuana sign, which was pretty cool. And there was graffiti from everyone that used to go smoke there. So my cousin and I, um, we used to sneak out of my aunt's house when we used to do sleepovers and we used to go to Blunt Bench and we used to listen to a load of stuff, whether it be like Cushion OJ. So I didn't bring in like Mesmerized, let's say, just because- Or Wake and Bacon. Yeah, yeah, because it's just, it's too obvious, right? Or like medicated. Like everyone knows about those, but you may not know about OG. And what's cool is that like you're getting this crazy production from ID Labs- um, these crazy fast-paced strings, and it just feels like you're floating on cloud nine. And my favorite part of the song is actually the way Currency starts off his verse, comes through with oh, that, that hazy energy that perfectly off-balances Snoop Dogg and Wiz. It's definitely one of my favorite and a great recommendation. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of songs off of Mac and Devin just don't get any love, bro. Like, besides, was an besides Young, Wild, list. and Free, like, you have great songs in there, like even 630, bro. It's such a great song to smoke to, but... Um, that's a good one, and it's interesting too because I feel like there's certain songs that are great smoking songs to listen to with people. Like I feel like that's the ultimate like house party song. But yeah, there's other like smoking songs that are better to kind of go through solo. But you see, I could use this in any situation. But it, it's better in like a live setting with people. I feel like it's a party song. Oh, I've played this way too many times on my own. Like, yeah, I like, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like th there's certain situations that like I really enjoy playing this in. But yeah. okay. That's my number one choice. I got OG today. What do you got next? Uh, next up, I have Exotic by DJ Esco, Future, uh, Rich the Kid, and Young Thug. <laughs> I don't know if so you remember this yeah, song. Of course I do. This is like one of those like forgotten bangers from the 2010s that no one like speaks about or even listens to, I feel like, anymore. And um, I was just like scrolling through my uh, my my kind of playlist of liked songs, which there's over like 2,000 on my Spotify. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I used to really bump this, bro, back in the day in high school. So this was in there for me. And... The production is just so fucking electric, bro. And you're looking at the thumping 808s, the, the heavy bass that's going on there. And there's even like this mysterious synth line that's kind of leading the whole beat in the background. And that's something, too, that I realize when smoking, it's like you pick up on certain elements 
that you wouldn't have me. You know what you I could sober. do when I smoke weed and listen to music? I find I'm I'm much better at isolating, let's say, vocals, yes. or let's say yeah. certain instruments or components of the production, and I'm able to focus in on that and completely block out the rest of the production. Facts. I could still do it while I'm sober, but I'm just saying like it hits a bit different when you're high. So yeah, this song is absolutely incredible. I'm not sure though if it would be a smoking song for me. It That's is. That's interesting. It, it definitely is. I mean, you even have Young Thug on there who sounds as eccentric as he ever is, and I mean, it's one of the Rich the Kid's best ever verses. He sounds animated, and um, it kind of keeps up that theme of, like, you know, smoking designer drugs and shit. So, oh, yeah, okay. Trap I get you banger, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the content is there, too. Um, and, and it, it takes just, you back to 17. Yeah, it's like a nighttime slapper, bro. It has that dark energy to it as well, and, uh, yeah, it definitely takes me back. And it's, it's one of those songs where it's, like, so many cuts off of producer albums don't get the airplay they deserve you know, and don't an get the attention. underrated song from DJ Esco, Future, and Young Thug? E.T., bro. That's yes. another big one that I was bumping back then. That, that, that good, project, bro, is it, fucking Incredible. Nuts. That's a great smoking song if yeah. you guys want to get into that too. But let me go on to my next recommendation. Let's throw it back to the 90s. Lightspeed by Dr. Dre featuring Hitman. This was produced by Dr. Dre and Melman. And honestly, this is probably one of my favorite beats of all time. And what's cool about this song in the context of smoking is that you're literally in a smoke session with Hitman and Dr. Dre because there's bar one right before. There's, there's like this two ladies sitting at the bar and they see Dr. Dre and Hitman. Like, oh, these guys are attractive. Do you think they're going to come up to me? And then the sequencing from bar one into light speed is Dr. Dre approaching the woman with Hitman and be like, hey, my name is Dre. Want to smoke up? Smoke, yeah. And then boom, the whole fucking song just drops, bro. And you get these infectious, like West Coast keys mixed in with those signature Dr. Dre drums. And this is probably one of the best car songs of all time as well. And I could have gone with like so many different Dr. Dre songs or even Snoop Dogg songs, like let's say Gin and Juice or The Shiznit. Like I have those songs, but I wanted to go with something maybe a bit more low key for your Absolutely. Let me ask you this Do you feel like when it comes to smoking music, if you had to kind of narrow it down to one artist or a pair of artists do you think that dre and snoop are like yeah the clear love. favorites for the they best are. music absolutely. yeah absolutely but i feel about that i feel that way about like the whole g-funk sound like it just it kind of carries that mantra of being known to be the best fucking stoner music around uh, absolutely so yeah that was my next recommendation i'm gonna have something off of 2001 soon all right all right what do you point. got um but next up i have the count by currency featuring wiz khalifa uh, produced by Harry Fraud, and he unleashes this fucking captivating, hypnotizing soul sample from a song which is actually called Didn't Die by Durando, an old soul song. Please listen to that one too if you haven't. But um, there's this classic vocal flip that sounds absolutely fantastic, and you're just you're finding whiz and currency at home, bro. It's you know, it's it's like watching Messi, Iniesta, and Xavi at Camp Nou doing their thing. You know, yeah, like everyone different. knows what they have to do. They all feel as comfortable as they can be. And I just love these types of songs where the artists themselves sound like they're stoned. And not only that, as they're delivering I, I don't the even bars. Think there's drums on that song, to be honest. Is there drums no. on it? No, not while they're rapping. Not at from what the, I can remember. At least for the verses, yeah, because that sample is so strong. The ooh, like that that vocal sample in the background. Yeah, incredible stuff. <laughs> Fucking incredible. amazing. But when but you're high as fuck, like that hits every single time for absolutely sure. and it just it sounds like Wiz is like just laying down on a beach chair bro in a backyard and literally just taking in a life and taking in his surroundings and then you have currency who comes in and it's just the, an, an immaculate vibe of two guys that actually sound like they're also stoned so it feels like you're kind of getting stoned with them and uh, like I said 
I really like slow paced delivery when I'm going into a smoking song, and that's exactly what this offers. And like you were mentioning before, like I could have gone with Mesmerize, I could have gone with like In the Cut, I could have gone with other songs from Wiz. And actually, I do have another Wiz feature on my list, but, 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 but no dedicated Wiz song. This is the thing, though, is that when you come into this episode, you kind of have to expect Wiz Khalifa to be littered all over the content. It's impossible. He's literally made, I think, the best smoking music you could possibly get of all yeah. time. Yeah, him or Snoop, bro. Him or Snoop or Dre. Like, it's up there for sure, in my opinion. Even Cypress Hill. I wanted to bring in some Cypress mm. Hill, but maybe that's not as accessible for you guys. Maybe I could give you guys some recommendations towards the end, but okay. Fire. Let me go on to my next one. There I brought in it. Nike's On My Feet by Mac Classic. Miller. This was produced by Black Diamond and released back in 2010. One of my favorite Mac Miller songs of all time. And uh, already, bro, when you hear that classic sample go on with Mac Miller talking to Jay right before, just it feels like a bright day. Like this is actually like the perfect wake and bake song mm. for me. I'm not a wake and bake kind of guy. Like I can't start my day off stoned. Like it just bothers me. How, like, how early is the earliest you'll go? Um... I'd say early afternoon. Early afternoon. You'll never do like morning, like right after breakfast or something. No, it's not my okay. it's not my thing because I like to start off with like a clear mindset and I like to get some more of my mm. grit work done. And um, a lot of the times, like in the afternoon, we're doing a lot of creative sessions or I'm doing graphic designing. So like it fits that type of work and I could just throw this on here. But let's say when I was a kid and my cousin and I used to have like the home free, whatever it is at my aunt's crib, where I used to blast this on the mini speaker and just get to the smoking right away. So Try it for your wake and bake session. I'm sure it'll wake you up. And if, listen, if you're just a hip hop fan, you obviously know this yes, song. But of I think in the context of the session, like this mixed in with an OG, like bro, you have people's attention right away. Like there's no way yeah. that rotation's going wrong. Th those you know? are like the, the locks. I feel like for for like any smokers playlist, and a lot of these are. But like I, I like for my list especially, I tried to like kind of bring in stuff that people that never heard. But I do have like some obvious shit as well, which I'll get into a bit later. Um, but the next song that I brought in is actually from a Canadian artist. It's Nile Lovell. And I oh, brought this in is interesting. Mary Jane by Nile Lovell. came out in 2019. Oh, cool. And um, I never thought that I would include like more of a horrorcore type song for a list like you this. Bad trip, low key. Um, it could for some people. So, uh, like, there's a bit of a warning, a little disclaimer for this one. Do but... you have any bad trip situations that you'd like to share with the audience? Like, what? Oh, okay, man. so I I've had so many, but I'll say this, okay? Because it's a bit separate from the episode, because I've never had a bad trip related to Kush that was, like, caused by music. You know what I mean? Like, anytime oh, I've had a bad trip, it's because I crossfaded or I did some stupid but shit. But what's the worst bad trip you've ever had? The worst bad trip I'll show I've you ever had? After. I mean, um,. There's been a few, bro. Like, that's that's the main reason. I mean, obviously, you know this, but for anyone listening, like, I was getting too many bad trips, getting, like, just feeling, like, physically, like, not well, bro, after smoking. And that's kind of why it's such a rarity for me to take even a toke of something nowadays. But the worst bad trip story I had, we had came back from a club. I think we went to, to Rouge in Montreal, and I had crossfaded, bro. So I had fucking, we had down, like, probably two bottles of, like, Grey Goose, and, um... The good old days. It was fucking hammered, bro. We and were then, stupid. We were like 16, 17 years old, like fake IDs, just fucking shit just up. Just fucking I'm, around, we, bro. We were horrible. Yeah, and then we actually, like, we have this spot um, in our ends, which is kind of like this commercial parking lot that is always, like, fucking vacant at night. We call it Cumps. So we had gone there, and we were going to, like, meet up with some girls and some other guys and just, like, hang out and, like, smoke a few cannons before the night was over. So yeah. um, pull out the first joint. I take... 
Not even that much, bro. I want to say maybe a good like six, seven tokes. Probably like one. Okay, but you were still faded off the liquor. At this I point. was fucking hammered off the liquor, bro. I was really oh, gone okay. already. One of those. So I take about six or seven, you know, tokes of that J. Probably you know one roti, and then um, we're just standing kind of in a circle, just talking shit, talking about the night. And um, the next thing I know, I literally collapse, bro. Like from the side of my body, I land <laughs> straight on my fucking head. And I black out, bro, for like 10 seconds. And then um, I think it was Nick and someone else that actually had to pull me up off the fucking ground. They got like a random lawn chair that was lying around in the parking lot, sat me down in there, and I had like a fucking a serious cut on my head, bro. And that's how that's how the night wrapped up for me. So that was probably your biggest bad trip? That was the worst bad trip I've ever had. Uh, mine was probably... But you don't you don't get bad trips often. I don't get though. bad trips. No, was I'm this early good. on in your, in your, uh, in your like, days? I get, I get more like green fever where like I physically start to feel like ill. <laughs> like I think that's probably where it is. Like there's yeah. certain points where like... That's what it is uh, for me too though mostly. Like it's, it's never usually mental. It's more... Well, there is paranoia, but it's more like physically I'm going to pass out or my eyes are going to shut like... Shit like that. So yeah, so. this was back in 2018. Nick remembers this night because he drove me home this night. This was like on, this was one of like the only times I really, really, really had like green fever. Um, besides one night in Toronto, maybe I'll talk about that on the podcast at a certain point. But it was the night of the Yay release. I'm not sure if you remember that the Kanye album. Yes, yeah. bro. Because we were fucking. We we did the reaction together, and you had left early. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing, no, bro? I Kanye's dropping like, an album right it now. It was the night of the Kanye drop, and throughout Ugh. that entire 2018 run, I was just like Blaze Matweedy. Like I was just absolutely destroyed. You know, we were smoking Blizzy Maguires. Like it was just a really cush everywhere, and. Um, I got to that yay night and I just, I felt horrible because I started doing construction that summer and like my body was just ill. Like I just felt horrible mm -hmm. and tired. And, and then dude, when you're in that mode and sometimes when you mix the pot with that, it's like, it's GG. Like you can't even, you don't even know you're in your own body, bro, at certain <laughs> points. And Nick had to drive me home. I think that's like one well, of wait, the wait, What did you times. feel though? Like, did you feel like... Like emptiness. <laughs> <laughs> like there are certain moments where you like, you feel like you're a prisoner in your own body because you've that's smoked smart, at the bro. wrong time. That's the scary part about weed. Like I never really get that, but like, when you do get it, like you just wish you never smoked. Yeah. So that was probably one of the only times. That's crazy, bro. But anyways, go back to Night Lavelle. Yeah, Night Lavelle. So I mean, if you're not familiar with him, I mean, he is one of the biggest rappers out of Canada, um, especially known for like a signature deep voice, and he's performed that Rolling Loud, bro. Like he's doing his thing. He's really made it. He has a massive fan base in Russia too. I'm not sure if you know. Yeah, that. he's big in Europe too, and I mean. You know, when I used to, to smoke and, and be chilling in high school, you know, like I said, it wouldn't make me sleepy and kind of foggy at times. So I remember bumping this like in Mass's car often, like he would just be a fucking avid listener at Night Lovell and he would like pretty much wake the whole street up, bro, by blasting songs like Louis V by Night Lovell. I had some funny smoking stories with Mass too, Absolutely. Bro. At like fucking full blast, bro, with the windows down, you have fucking lights going on and houses around you. People are like, what the fuck's going on? But anyways. <laughs> Remember he used to show up and like, bro, he used to have his windows all the way down, but <laughs> yeah, like up to, up to max 50 volume. Bro, tell what the fuck's wrong? My mom's sleeping, bro. <laughs> Chill out, man. It's fucking yeah, it's but midnight he was, right he now. He was easily one of the funnest people to smoke with. Oh, that for I, sure. He was awesome to smoke. But anyways, um, keep going. But yeah, anyways, so I'd get sleepy and this song would just fucking make my eye my eyes just kind of pop out of my head and it would kind of get me in this wired state of, you know, mood. But this song is great because it's also very cinematic. It starts off with someone like knocking on a door, then you have the girl opening the door screaming, and then it's like Nilo Vell plays this character of being like this grim reaper who's gonna fuck your bitch and kind of taunt you any which way he can. <laughs> but it's horrorcore mixed with like this banging trap beat, and it's just something that really makes you feel sort of, you know, very alive in the moment. 
That's very and that's true. why I, I like fuck that. with it. I like that. Yeah, I like that song. I'm, I haven't bumped. I'm mean, actually. I've never really bumped Night Lavelle in any sort of my sessions. Never. Never, because I'm not like a. I don't like playing hardcore music okay. while I'm stoned. That's not really my vibe. I really like the mellowed out. Like. So do I, but I'm like, you know what? This is a different taste, different flavor for this. Uh, little list we have so. probably I'll probably try it out tonight yeah see how i fuck with it after these recordings but okay let me go on to the next one and this one's probably gonna be an obvious one but this is another favorite of mine that i used to bump a lot and i still do bump a lot in my smoke sessions mr rager by kid cuddy off of mad of the moon mm. 2 produced by emil haney and this is like the triumphant smoke this is if you want to like literally just be lifted out of your seat and like travel the astral planes this is like your you're just floating. You're like There's no better song to float to than Mr. Rager by Kid Cudi. This beautiful progressive rock influence to the track with Kid Cudi talking about himself against the world, basically, and just his moniker as Mr. Rager. And this is easily Kid Cudi's best ever song. Yeah, I think this, uh, I think this Mr. Rager is Kid Cudi's best ever it, song. It's, it's really up there. Like This is one of those that just like, it's one of those out-of-body experiences with, with Mr. Rager. And it's just because of how like captivating his vocals are throughout it. And uh, yeah, again, Cuddy is another one of those artists next to a Wiz Khalifa, next to a Snoop Dogg that needs to be in the fucking rotation. Absolutely. Bro. And it's accessible. It's mm -hmm. fantastic in the car as well because you get this incredible hook by Kid Cuddy, which is honestly one of my favorites. Like, Mr. Rager. Mm -hmm. Like you just, you're, you're in a completely different zone when you're listening to Mr. Rager. And I've had it in my rotation for years as far as my smoke session. So I have to bring this in. Today. Let me ask you this as an avid smoker, like what do you think are like some of the benefits that you get when listening to music high that you won't get listening to it sober? Um, Besides the thing you mentioned about like being able to pick out certain elements. Cause I know like, I think I feel like I've read somewhere. There's been studies done where, um, you can feel more of like a connectedness to the music and also you have a raised feeling of like euphoria for yeah, some people. That's kind of like what it is. It's more of a, it's a deeper understanding of the music. Okay, so you won't understand music as well sober than you would if you were high. It's a different type of understanding. Okay. okay. Like um, I, I'm able to go a lot more deeper, but sometimes that's not always good with music analyzation. If that makes sense to you. Yeah. Um, like you said, like your soul connects to the song a lot quicker and you're really able to pick up on how you feel about it. Because when you smoke pot, like all of your senses are heightened, you know, and your receptors are going fucking crazy. So when you play something like this, let's say it allows you to get fully like indulged into the song. Mm. So example, that time that I did shrooms with my cousin where I just took way too much, but it was still one of the best like experiences of my life, like completely changed my life. Um, I was listening to um, the Kendrick Lamar EP out of all EPs, actually. And what the shrooms allowed me to do was is that you kind of feel like you're listening to the song live as it's being made. Like, that's how fucked up it is. Like, <laughs> there's just so much imagery and, like, cinematic motion that goes into, like, let's say listening to a song stoned or listening to an album experience stoned. Like, I'm not saying that it's the best way to listen to music, but it's definitely one of my favorite things to do while listening to music. Yeah, I, I, I feel, start. like, hyper-focused when, when listening to music stoned. I feel like that that's one way to put like, it. Like, I love doing album reviews stoned. Mm. Like, when I have to listen to the album reviews and, like, I have to go in depth, like, I'm in my bag, bro. Like, when, I'm, when I've smoked a couple, like, you're just in a session and, like, it's creative. Or when I have to do thumbnails for the podcast, mm. when you're in like an art bag and you yeah. get some good music going on in the background, you're in your rhythm, bro. You're not thinking about anything else. And I could do that sober, but it's just, it's always fun. You know, it feels like I'm a kid again playing PlayStation while getting stoned and said, now like I'm doing art for the podcast or like yeah. I'm doing my content, you know? So that's kind of the way I see it. Fire. Um, next up though, we have 
one that kind of throws it back a little bit. This is Come Get With It by Basic Vocab, which is a super low-key rap group that not many people know about, but they made one of my favorite hip-hop and R&B crossover tracks ever, and it's perfect for a smoking session because um, it has so many kind of different aspects to it. Like, on one front, it's a great song to smoke to, um, like, on a date or some shit, just because it's very romantic in its writing. It's a song about someone trying to, like, get close to a girl and like take her out on a date and kind of just do you do the smoke session first date what's your rule with that no i don't like i i, I, ne- I never have really like not in the past and i wouldn't now either just because i don't smoke obviously but if you but would smoke would you try it out if i would smoke on the first date yeah bro like, i feel like that's a good icebreaker that's it it's a good icebreaker the person will be get more open probably share more and like it's just a cool way to kind especially of especially if it's like if she's not comfortable like smoking like that's fine you know like yeah. that's cool but like it's always like cool when like you're able to go on a date first time and like you're like all right fuck it like let's just go take a walk or something and smoke a J you know yeah, that's always like, a nice yeah part. it's like an extra like way to bond and connect like right off the bat Absolutely. you know what I mean so that's pretty that's cool. a good thing about smokers though is that we always like smokers always connect off the bat yeah. like, there's a certain like frequency that goes into that absolutely um but yeah i mean like i said romantic writing um definitely like a danceable rhythm to it as well because of how bouncy the song is and also very psychedelic in terms of its production so it kind of plays on all these different fronts and it just has this chill and slow tempo and i feel like i can just soak in everything at my own pace when listening to the song and um yeah like i said just an amazing track that doesn't get enough love whatsoever so i'm gonna have to bump this after you do S- have to send check this that to me, out please yeah. i've never i've never smoked really to enjoy this. it for sure. i've actually never listened to it but yeah. anyways let me go on to a classic i'm gonna go back as well and i'm gonna go to wanted dread and alive by peter tosh this was released in 1981 and it was produced by peter tosh and jeffrey chung and funny story the way that i actually found out about this artist peter tosh was through my late uncle uncle carl and um he was a stoner as well remember once we went to toronto and i brought him back some weed remember like the stuff that we used to get in toronto and i go back to his house and he was like fuck this stuff was too strong he's like this stuff was too strong what did you give me (laughs) i'm like i told you i'm like just try it out see how you like it but yeah his one of his favorite artists to smoke out to was peter tosh he was also a huge frank zappa fan but um wanted dread and alive was one of the songs that he put me on to because one day I went over, and this was, I believe, for his 50th birthday. Yeah, 50th birthday. And um, I got him a bottle of Johnny Walker Black. It's a great bottle. And um, we were, he was just like, let's go downstairs. Let's go through my vinyls. You know, let's go see what I have. And we were just talking about the whole smoke session thing. And he was showing me, like, obviously Abbey Road. And he was showing me all kinds of classics. And he's like, you ever listen to Peter Tosh? And I'm like, no, I've never gone into his music. But he knew that... I was interested in reggae because we were talking about Bob Marley and the Whalers and other acts. And yeah. he's like, try this out. So tried it out. And it's easily one of my favorite uh, smoking songs of all time. Classic reggae aesthetic all the way throughout. Peter Tosh's vocals are relaxed. They're passionate. And it's the whole thing of like people are trying to grab him and trying to grab his soul and they either want him dead or alive and the whole play on wanted dread and alive is obviously the Rastafarians they have the dreads going down and um, Peter Tosh also has other great songs if you'd like to add them to your rotation like legalize it again yeah, tying back to legalize it is obviously a classic song but this one holds a lot of uh, a lot of weight for me you know it's a song that my uncle and I used to love so shout that's, out uncle yeah Carl. that's Absolutely. a that's a beautiful pick and um yeah I think that if I really had to narrow it down to one genre for what I love to smoke to the most or what I used to love to smoke to the most it would be reggae well not actually hip-hop. I played it in the session this weekend in Palm Springs I'm not sure if you remember uh, that. I didn't pick up on it to be we honest. were in the backyard yeah we were in the backyard. I remember listening to some of like that uh that like was a Cuban music. 
I think we're listening to I some think, Cuban I, I music. I think Nick put on some Cuban music. No, Dominican music. It was I Dominican believe. music. Okay. Yeah, you guys. I, I remember that. I don't, I don't remember Peter Tosh being in the session. At what point? Um, This is when we had just taken a break. I can't say what we were doing because, you know, that's going to be coming soon. But I mean, yeah, uh, we were uh, we were just relaxing. and Was it, a- think, was it after it went down? Or? No, 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 no. We just finished. And I believe that it was okay. you, Mark, and Nick and I. And we were sitting in that circle. Mm. And uh, Mark had spar- sparked up one of those like little, like I guess five hitters or whatever they are to like mini blunts and they, they get you fried but i mean i like to smoke out you know like i'm not really like the type of guy that likes to get super fried you know i like mellowing out mm. but i like a long smoke you know sometimes i'll even put some tobacco in my joints must have been some uh some nice experiences smoking there though like in palm springs with how oh, peaceful bro. it is because there, you know, bro. You know, but I, the one thing I didn't like about the weather there was mm. the dryness. It was fucking way like, too dry, Like, my bro. right nostril right now is absolutely wrecked. Like, for how dry my nose was getting. Yeah, bro. I literally got a fucking nosebleed Were for how bad it was. Were you able to take that was. stain off of your shirt? Um, yeah, I came off, thank God. How do you take off stains like that? Just give them to your mom? Yeah, give it to the mom. <laughs> Fine, that's what yeah. I always do. She gets so mad. I know. I have an oil stain on my hoodie. I'm like, ma, clean this up for me, please. You know? like, Because you're not you're not going to do it better than her. You're not, you know? bro. You're not. Anyways, There's go certain to your, missions that yeah. uh, are out of our hands. Um, go to the next recommendation. Next recommendation that I have is actually Keep Floating by Mac Miller and Wiz Khalifa. And I mean, I could have w. picked Ascension. I could have picked Objects in the Mirror. Like, there's so many great... Um, smoking songs for Mac Miller, all the fucking faces. Um, the question, obviously, is another. Yeah, there, I was gonna. By the way, guys, my favorite song to like smoke out to was the question. It's just like it's pretty obvious. I wanted to bring in like yeah, and you, you you said it before and shit. So I said, fuck it, let me shine light on a song that's on a mixtape that no one ever really brings into conversation. And that's Best Day Ever by Mac Miller. I mean, obviously, it's not one of his best projects, but you have so many songs that are so fun and so lighthearted. Get Up is incredible. Um, And yeah, and my favorite off of it is Keep Floating, which is actually the outro off of that tape. And you have this classic Pittsburgh link-up between Wiz and Mac. And they're pretty much like, you have Wiz finishing, sorry, Mac finishing Wiz's sentences um, following the hook. And it just it feels like you're living you're living in this like alternate reality when you're listening to the song. And yeah, it just when you're listening to this, it's like your whole perception um, of life is being faded. And they're rapping about smoking and riding out to to, you know, whatever the hell they're doing. Um, And there's a psychedelic, electronic and jazzy blend on the production. And it's truly one of Mac's best smoking songs, but one that never gets brought into the conversation at all. Sheesh, I'm going to have some good stuff for my rotation tonight, And, and that's the thing, too, is that I feel like when it comes to, like, Wiz being a feature, like, I, I feel like there's a want for that artist he's featuring on to create that smoker type of tune. Well, that's what know? I'm going to talk about with my next recommendation, mm. which is actually Go Gas by Domo Genesis featuring Wiz Khalifa, Tyler, and Juicy J. And this is off of Domo Genesis' debut album called Genesis, dropped back in 2016. And like you were saying, if you're going to make a smoker song like Go Gas, well, you need Wiz Khalifa. And the song starts off in a pretty funny way because Wiz Khalifa, like you could hear him in the booth, he's like, fuck, man, I, I took my wrong headphones. And then he switches his headphones because he's too high and then obviously gets into the smoking lingo and I'm not sure if you ever knew this, but this production was actually done by Tyler himself. This was I produced, didn't know. This was produced by mm. Tyler and then you're getting a fantastic hook by Tyler who actually doesn't smoke, oddly enough, but he's talking about mm. having the packs in his pockets and, you know, smoking <laughs> loud and being high. So he's capping on the song. I'm not sure if he smokes or not. Like, oh, you know, okay. I thought you said he doesn't. Well, he said he doesn't, but mm. you know how it is with artists. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't and... 
who knows? You know, it's none of my business. But then you get another incredible Juicy J verse that comes through, um, always potent as usual. And Juicy J's another incredible artist to smoke out to. Stay trippy for life. One of my favorite smoking artists. So I had to bring this in and just shine light on Genesis as a whole, guys. If you've never gone through this album, please do yourselves a favor. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I haven't bumped it in a while, but I do remember enjoying it. And that song in particular, I have to revisit um, without a doubt. But next up, I have a classic, probably one of the biggest hits we have from both of our lists combined, and it's Chill Bill by Rob Stone. Oh, this was cool Bro, back in high school. Like when I heard this in like 2014 or 2015, I connected to it immediately. And I think from what I remember, it was one day in um, in my actual solarium in the backyard of my house, my brother had some friends over and my brother you know, wasn't smoking, but his friends were actually smoking and they were playing music. And it's funny because like, they were always more into like rock or alternative shit. Like they weren't really hip hop fans, but they yeah. threw this one on the speaker, and right away I'm like, "What the fuck sounds so familiar?" The grabs you, and yeah. it was the fucking Kill Bill whistle, bro. And I'm like, "Holy shit!" Because I'm a massive Tarantino fan, and to hear something so unique as a whistle that is being sung by a character in a fucking movie, to, for that to be used within a trappy, kind of blew my mind, and then. When listening to the song and then when playing it, you know, with my group of friends and kind of having it out during the sessions, I just always thought I'm like, this sounds like exactly what we're doing right now. It's as if someone recorded a group of friends chilling at a park, smoking and freestyling and literally put it on record, bro. Because it kind of how raw it sounds. Yeah, how fun were those days? Like, Chill Bill takes me back to a time where we're like... 1560 and we just started partying a big going to house parties going to clubs yeah uh the smoke sessions like it was just such a it was such a carefree time that's why you like, know it was, like, just, it was your it was your final breakout you know exactly bro and, and that's what this song does for me is like it just it, it brings me back to a time where i feel like you know I, I was obviously younger and i was able to kind of be carefree and um you know just really enjoy the moment i would say and like i said it sounds unrehearsed it sounds organic and it sounds like they recorded a freestyle amongst friends bro one of the best so smoking dope. songs for a house party as well, because yeah. the house party, there's always sessions going on everywhere. Who's rotating where, you know, which group of friends are going where. Like, remember Charla's house party? I think that was one of the funnest house parties I've ever been to. That was, <laughs> a, that was a legendary. There must have been like 80 to 90 kids within like a small duplex in yeah. St. Leonard. That just was having fucking, fun. That was and that was a song that came on, actually. It that's did. What, it that's did. what reminded me of it. But okay, let me keep going on with this. And this is one of my favorites as well. And this is What's Up by ASAP Rocky on Live Love ASAP. And this is the definition of ASAP Rocky LSD music. Like, this song is trippy as fuck. Um, he's extending these airy vocals all over the track, especially on the hook. You're getting this incredible Trop and Scoot beat by Clamps Casino um, that sounds extremely euphoric and puts you in a completely different state. And what's cool is that the hook is slow and pronounced, but then you're getting these quick and choppy flows from ASAP when you get into the verses, and it kind of fucks with you a bit. And I love the feeling of the song. Like, this is also a perfect song to play into the car when, let's say, you know, you're hotboxing your car. I feel like everyone's kind of done that at one point, you know, if you're a smoker. So this is another song I like to smoke out to, man. I always have it in rotation. Yeah, again, Rocky, another one that we could put into that fucking list, bro, of some of the best guys that make that psychedelic stoner if you had music. to smoke to one rocky song what would it be one rocky song to smoke to forever um i don't know i mean I, i've never smoked to like sandman but that sounds like a fucking vibe that was cool 
That sounds that was like a cool. fucking trip, bro. That was cool. For sure. Um, oh, no, I can't say that. That's probably not good to say on here. What? Uh, the, my FedEx experiences with, with, with sand, the Sandman? The Sandman and the Kush. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I see where we're headed with that one. <laughs> You're on break. You're getting it. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Anyways, shout out FedEx. Yeah. I had a blast there. Smoke, Anyways. smoke safely, everybody. <laughs> um, next up, I have... An oldie, probably the oldest song on here. Um, it's Shine On You Crazy Diamond, parts one through five by Pink Floyd off the Wish You Were Here album. And Fire. Um, this is just, the this is the intro and it's such a fucking classic because it's a 13 minute song and the way that this song develops is so fucking fascinating. And I remember playing this baby in like, I feel like 2018 and I heard this alone. I was alone one night, ripped a joint, probably, was, no, it wasn't a full joint. It was probably like, an Ashtow joint or something that I had from a previous J. night because I never rolled. I never learned to roll. So it was definitely some leftover shit that I had um, that I ended up smoking to myself. And this song is fucking amazing because you're able to really make the song consume you. And I love the way it builds because it starts off with this um, guitar riff that's only four notes and it's kind of consistently playing, and you kind of get into that groove. Then you have these keys and these synths that are kind of laid out as the foundation of the song, and then you get, like, these drums, and then you get, towards the end of the song, the saxophone that plays out. And what's interesting, too, is that this song was actually a tribute for Sid Barrett, who was one of the, you know, the founding members of Pink Floyd, who had left after the first album because he had, like, some mental issues. And what ended up happening was that when they were making this song and this album as a whole... He had walked into like one of the studio sessions and for like a good half an hour, he wasn't really like saying much. And some of the members didn't even recognize him because he had gained a bunch of weight. He had like shaved off his eyebrows and he kind of served as the inspiration for this whole album and this song itself. And on this song itself, they're kind of um, singing about someone who they no longer recognize, but on this, at the same time, they know and love. And they're yeah. kind of talking about how special he is to them no matter what differences they might have had. So it's very emotional as a track. And I also think that production-wise, it will put you in a fucking trance, bro. Any like it's, it's one of the most spiritual experiences I've had um, with music when being stoned, for sure. Incredible. Yeah, yeah, I have to go back to that. I have to try that out. Again, like I said, I have a lot, to, a lot of homework to do after this recording. But let me keep going on with this. I want to pull it into some Griselda. I wanted to bring in some more, you know, hip-hop-inspired stuff. And this is going to be 50-inch Zenith by Westside Gun featuring Sky Zoo. So probably one of the best lyrical songs I'll bring in today. And I don't even know where to start with this song. Well, first I could say this. If you guys have never listened to Fly God, please do yourselves a favor. That's probably my favorite Griselda album ever, right next to Tana Talk 3, the plugs I I was going to say, TT3 is, is still king, bro. But Fly God's up there. Okay. Fly God's probably in that top three for me. And this release, obviously, back in 2016. And you're getting this super lush production from Static Select all the way throughout. Sky Zoo actually starts the song. And I love listening to luxury rap when I'm stoned because it puts you directly on the scene. Like, it's luxury rap is always very lush and very smooth. It's not necessarily hard or brash or in your face and that's kind of the music that i tend to stay away from when i'm stoned because it's just too much like you're not down to get into that i'll listen to some peggy when i'm stoned but not all the time you know but oh, that sounds like it's meant to make you bad trip bro <laughs> no there's certain things that you could smoke out to it peggy anyways going back to this song i absolutely love it i've had it in my rotation for years and um i love this because i was smoking out to this song when i first moved to my dad's um, and that's when my smoking kind of picked up a lot more because 
because my dad knew about my smoking and he was just like, oh, okay. Well, he always discouraged it. My dad doesn't like that I smoke, but, you know. He was more accepting. He was more accepting. Like, he saw that I had my shit together. Like, you know, we're running a brand. We're doing our thing. Like, it's not like I sit on the couch all day and, like, play Xbox and eat pizza and, like, smoke, you know. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm usually working all the time and, like, you know, I like to take a break and smoke a little joint. And this was one of the tracks that I had in rotation. And um, a lot of this was also played in the pandemic. This is one of my smoking songs for the pandemic because when I want to get out at night, what I would do is, is that I would go roll a J in my car. I'd be parked, obviously. I wouldn't be started. Um, I'd roll a J. I'd hotbox my car. And then I would take Sansa for a walk right after, like late at night, just to get out of the house at curfew. Mm. And uh, I'd have this in my headphones and I would just walk the night away, bro, anywhere I wanted to go. I'd go around the block. I'd even go down to Gwang over here. Beautiful scenery. I love smoking next to nature as well. I'm going to take nice walks. Just so many nice activities you could do. I'm sure a lot of people kind of picked up on smoking and had a lot of like their sort of discovery and and kind of bridge being linked between music and smoking during the pandemic because... There wasn't much else to do. So, um, yeah, interesting that you say that. But next up, I have an absolute classic. And I feel like I would have failed at this list if I didn't bring in a song from 2001 or anything from Dre and Snoop at all. And that's why I chose the next episode. And this is just the ultimate fucking smoking anthem, bro, from the undeniable bass line that goes throughout it. And that kind of is the heart of the song to just what that song represents and how it's really about like their movement you know um the, the g-fung movement spreading across all of california from fucking long beach all the way to inglewood and just every part of cali um and that's something that was super cool um throughout the song and you also have that iconic um you know nate dog outro with the whole like hey flow and then that line about you know like smoke weed every day kind yeah. of wrapping up the song um it's one of my favorites still off of 2001 despite it being um you know, one of the most popular. And yeah, this was always kind of a mainstay as the whole album was during any smoke session. Absolutely. Do you want to know what my uh, introduction to this song was the first time I heard it? Remember the movie Kangaroo Jack? It's true, yeah. That's in Kangaroo Jack. That, that might have been my intro yeah, that to was, it too, bro. That was my first ever intro yeah. to 2001 as a whole. And I was maybe only like, what, four or five years old? I don't know why I remember that, but I always remember that song because I believe it comes on like... When they're at the bar in Australia, and then after, like, I'm not sure if you remember that. I feel that like, scene. I feel like I feel like it's at a point in, in the desert, bro. Yeah, they're in the desert, but like, there's a bar in the desert. No, but I, I think Jack is like running, bro. When when when, when the song plays, you think I'm so? I'm pretty sure he's running. Oh, okay, we're bro. gonna have to go back and yeah. watch this after the recording. But yeah, that's how I best remember this song. But okay, let me go on to one of my final recommendations, and this is gonna be Calligraphy by Saba, and this is one of my favorite Saba songs of all time. This is obviously off of Care For Me, produced by Dead Day and Pivot, and it was released back in April of 2018. But what I love about this song is that <clears throat> not only does it play so well into the Care For Me theme, but it's the most somber, but also well put together song on Care For Me, in my opinion. And my favorite part of the song is actually the bridge where Sab is going, no, 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 no. And like, it just follows perfectly with it, and it puts you into this beautiful trance, and Saba's unconventional and quirky uh, quirky flows, excuse me, for the first verse just kind of mesmerizes you in your approach when listening to it. Then it puts you into a different mood. Um, It's a bit more fast paced in comparison to anything else that I brought into here, but yet it's still songbird mood and I do feel like it would fit nice in your rotation. But how do you like calligraphy, bro? I love calligraphy. I mean, we got to see it live and that's where it really connected with me and really struck a chord. Oh, it's true. I listened to this live and stoned. 
We smoked yeah. the JP. Did we? Did you we smoke did. the JP? I smoked. Yeah. Oh, you were so smoky at the yeah. time, mate. Eh? That was a fun night. That was a fun night. Um, yeah. When it comes to calligraphy, I mean, love that song. Also, one of my favorites off of Care for Me. But I'm surprised you chose it, just because it is more of like a depressing album if you really think about it. Yeah, but know? I'm more worried about that. Like, I like depressing music when I'm stoned. Oh yeah. Yeah, because okay. like I don't like I don't necessarily like. It doesn't make me sad. I don't know what it's just more interesting. Like okay. it's more introspective. It gets you thinking, you know? I feel like when I'm stoned, like thinking maybe a bit more of a critical way where like I'm a bit more understanding, but yet it doesn't like emotionally get to me. Mm. You know, and like sad music never really got to me like that. I just find it more interesting to observe and to view like the overall scope of a song, if that makes sense. Interesting. To you. Yeah. That makes That's sense. That's kind of the way that I see um, it. last recommendation I want to bring in for today is actually Jammin' by by Bob Marley. Bro. Oh shit. I had to bring okay. this in. I mean, there's so many songs off of the Exodus album that I could have picked for this. But as I mentioned earlier, I mean, when I'm listening to music and smoking, I mean there's a couple of things that you want to happen, right? You want your muscles to feel relaxed. You want to kind of have a clear mind and that's what this combination does for me when it comes to jamming. It kind of sounds like a song that Bob Marley wrote for an entire fucking village, bro. Like, he has always been um, an icon of, like, cannabis culture. And this song just feels like it's a communal song. Like, it's a tribal song. You have the background singers that are doing a great job of kind of um, putting emphasis on some of the words that he's saying. And, yeah, it's literally a song about, like, celebrating being together and being in a group and kind of... Um, just having that connection with other people around you. And that's why I love it so much. And the instrumentation from the strings to the live band. And by the way, that's another thing too, is that this song, by the way, is like a lot of Bob Marley songs, sounds much better um, live. Yeah. So please listen to it live if you get the chance. And it's just a song that's easy to sing along to. It's easy to kind of connect with. And once you hear it, it's, it's going to be a lock, bro, for any yeah, rotation. You know. But I think that's kind of the major takeaway is that even though most of these wrecks are like hip hop, we should do maybe a reggae episode at one point, bro, because yeah. there's so many great reg reggae um, songs to choose from when it comes to smoking. But any last-minute recommendations? Yeah, I in? have one more. Okay, let's My do last it. song for today is actually going to be Blind Threats by Schoolboy mm. Q. And, I mean, the, what's cool about this song is that, hold on, I just want to pull up the credits because I got to go through some lyrics to kind of reference this over here. Um, not only do you get mesmerized by, like, the the content matter of this song but it's just the way that schoolboy q um and raekwon are rapping and what they're rapping about so the whole concept of blind threats is kind of questioning religion and what place that it has in schoolboy q's life because he's talking about like those who commit the deepest sins live the best and you know he feels like the bible is preaching him blind threats to keep him tamed but it's keeping him back from living his best lifestyle and that concept is so interesting to me because it makes you question like question the whole validity of everything in your life and i love doing that when i'm stoned just because you get into that sort of thinking process and you get this incredible contemporary rock guitar that starts off the production and then you get the implement of the xylophone that keeps you engaged and then boom this incredible rake verse to come in towards the end of the track and i could have gone with a lot from schoolboy q but this was always one that played very close to my heart uh, my cousin and i love to smoke out to oxymoron when we were younger whether it be that or what they want or even collard greens or man of the year you know there was just so much shit that you could go through for schoolboy q to smoke out to but this is definitely one of the better songs on there for yeah sure. that's an amazing one and i feel like again td as a whole has so many of those artists that you can put into that list 
of the best artists to smoke. I wanted to put to in like Poor Man's Dreams or like Cush and Corinthians in here, but that would have been pretty obvious. Um, I could have gone Modest um, by Isaiah Rashan off of Sylvia Demo. That was another one that I could have included in here. Even Free Lunch. I, I smoked a lot to Free Lunch as well. So, Matt, I, I could even do a part two, three, and four to this episode, yeah. to be honest with you. Um, before we end things off, one more question. Favorite and least favorite rapper to smoke to? Okay, favorite rapper to smoke to? Mac Miller. Okay. Um, least favorite, like a Meek Mill. <laughs> like Meek Why? Mill, I mean, like, it's just like, it's too aggressive for me when I'm smoking. Okay. Like he has like that in your face sort of voice and cadence. And it's kind of like, dude, back off a bit. You know, like I'm not down, you know, That's like good. listening to dreams and nightmares while you're stoned. Like I'm okay. Like I, I know the Aston Martin wasn't rented, bro. Like I'm cool. <laughs> I'll stay away from that. But you favorite and least favorite favorite, uh, probably Wiz, probably Wiz at number one. And then least favorite would have to be, uh, like city morgue. Like I'm not trying to hear like Zilla Kami scream in my fucking ear while I'm, while I'm, while I'm baked. You know what I mean? Yeah. A so, lot of people probably do though. Yeah. I'm sure a they have a of, lot of fans. Uh, absolutely. That would, People uh, are going to hear this. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> I love smoking the city morgue. Uh, but anyways, guys, listen, thank you so much for coming through to today. If you guys did enjoy this episode, please rate us five stars on both Apple, Spotify, or anywhere else you're listening to this audio podcast. And if you can, leave us a review. It would be much appreciated. And I'm um, sorry for missing last week. Um, we, we, we are sorry. We just we had a lot of technical difficulties with the studio and everything, and we weren't able to get it out on time. And we wanted to make sure that this piece was going to be developed well and everything. So thank you guys so much for being patient with us. And as we said in multiple of these videos, we're going to be posting every week. So if you guys do enjoy this, follow the Spotify profile, follow the Apple podcast profile, or as I said before, anywhere you listen to your audio podcast. Lou, any final words? Um, yeah, guys, keep on you know listening to music and smoking if that's your thing. Um, it's not my thing, but um, there's definitely great benefits. Do you think you'll ever go back music. at one point in your life? Well, you know me, bro. I'll have like the occasional fucking toke here and no, there. No, no, I'm saying like you, you're back in, you know? Oh, like, like, like back in? Like, do you think it'll ever get to that or do you think you're, you're done for good? I think I'm done, bro. Interesting. I think I'm done for good. Um, but yeah, guys, let us know some of your favorite songs and albums to smoke to um, through DM or wherever you guys you know reach us. And thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you on the next one.